Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Tim Jones. Acts 25, 7-12 When Paul came in, the Jews who had come down from Jerusalem stood round him. They brought many serious charges against him, but they could not prove them. Then Paul made his defence. I have done nothing wrong against the Jewish law or against the temple or against Caesar. Festus, wishing to do the Jews a favour, said to Paul, Are you willing to go up to Jerusalem and stand trial before me there on these charges? Paul answered, I am now standing before Caesar's court, where I ought to be tried. I have not done anything wrong to the Jews, as you yourself know very well. If, however, I am guilty of doing anything deserving death, I do not refuse to die. But if the charges brought against me by these Jews are not true, no one has the right to hand me over to them. I appeal to Caesar. After Festus had conferred with his counsel, he declared, You have appealed to Caesar. To Caesar, you will go, he says. I just want to speak briefly about the importance of acting with integrity. Note what Paul says, verse 8. He says, I've done nothing wrong against the Jewish law or against the temple or against Caesar. His conscience is clean. He knows exactly what he's done. And he knows that he can say wholeheartedly, I've done nothing wrong. And I'd encourage you today to go about this day with integrity, knowing that what you've done is right ultimately before God and then before other humans. Um, We know that we will sin and we know that we need to confess to Jesus Christ, but we must do everything we can to be able to stand before other people and then ultimately before God and be able to say, I've done nothing wrong. Because there are charges that are brought against him. Uh, Verse 7, they brought many serious charges against him, but they could not prove them. And Paul knows this. And I'd encourage you today that if someone were to make an accusation of you, to live your life in such a way that it would be baseless, that it would have nothing, um, uh, nothing coherent, nothing substantial about it, whether that be someone at work or someone you know or someone in your family, act in such a way that you are pursuing holiness and righteousness. But what does Paul make of all of this? Well, you've got to love his attitude. Verse 11, he says, If, however, I am guilty of doing anything deserving death, I do not refuse to die. I love that. (laughs) I won't refuse to die, he says. If I actually have done something, don't worry, I will die. But then he continues, If the charges brought against me by these Jews are not true, no one has the right to hand me over to them. I appeal to Caesar, he says. And he's aware of the legal system. He knows what he needs to do. Um, He knows his rights. But what does Paul make of these accusations? All of the things Jamie and I were talking about briefly as we considered uh, leading this session together is just the, the nature of Acts, 20, Acts, particularly in these later verses where we seem to be reading similar stories of Paul and the apostles and the early Christians being persecuted, coming under trial, coming under persecution. And it seems to be a cyclical thing. It happens again and again. But what does Paul make of this? What does Paul make of the charges being <clears throat> brought against him? Well, on Sunday, I have the chance to preach on 2 Corinthians 12. And in that, Paul talks about what it is to see God's grace being sufficient for us and his power being perfected in our weakness. 
And he says in verse 10 of chapter 12 in 2 Corinthians, that is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And we can know that Paul would be looking at this kind of event where he's in, he's in court and um, accusations are being made. And he's facing that with delight, ultimately. And he says he does it in 2 Corinthians, for Christ's sake. He's willing to do it. He's willing to endure it for the sake of Jesus Christ. And he delights in it. And what does delighting in it look like? Well, back in Acts 5, we see an example of it. The apostles have been um, brought before the Sanhedrin. They are being persecuted. But um, in verse 41 of, verse 41 of chapter 5, um, it says, The apostles left the Sanhedrin rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. They rejoiced because they, they, rejoiced because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace. And I don't know about you, my reaction to being in court for these sorts of charges that are being brought against Paul would not be rejoicing. It would not be delight. And yet that it can be a godly reaction because we know that actually we're being counted worthy of suffering for Jesus Christ. And we can delight in that sort of thing because when we're weak, then Jesus Christ is strong in us. I encourage you today to face everything that you have with delight in the fact that even when we're weak, God is strong. And even when we don't know what we'll do, even when charges are brought against us, before Jesus Christ, no one can bring anything against us. Remember today that no one can bring anything against you before Jesus Christ. All your sin has been wiped away. Amen. Why don't I pray? Lord God, thank you um, for the way you use Paul, his amazing ministry, and thank you that you delivered him. And his delight even in hardships and persecution. And I pray today for our hearts and our attitudes towards such things. God, help us trust you and help us delight in the fact that when we're weak, then you're strong. And help us trust you the fact that no one can bring any charge against us because you have forgiven us. Amen. Thank you, Tim. And today we also prayed, along with the rest of the Church of England, for the elderly, for the isolated and for the vulnerable at the moment. And connected to that, we prayed for Love Your Neighbour and the Love Christmas initiative that we're part of, hoping to bless 500 people in our community with Christmas packs. And we prayed for our food bank, which is operating today. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. <laughs>